We're going to build a wall. Yeah. It's going to be Jonathan's wall. <laughs> it's going to be and, fantastic. And he's going to jump way, way over it. <laughs> and the photographer's going to pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> he paid for it, all right. Unlikely Story Podcast, where we talk to all kinds of great individuals about their unlikely stories, their journeys to achieve their goals in those stories, and uh, hopefully inspire you to go for it yourself. That's uh, right. We've got a great guest in our show tonight on our podcast, and uh, Chris will introduce him. Yes, I will. And first and foremost, we want to thank those tuning in live today. We have a live stream going on right now on this podcast. Thanks to our sponsor and our friend, Rich richmediasocial.com for all of your social media needs. Our Tumblr's here that we love and we use all the time. Rich is awesome and he... Uh, a lot of the posts you, you see that, that prep for these these great interviews and the great uh, content that we get out of these interviews is posted and handled and managed by Rich Media. Thanks so. to Rich. And I'm sure we'll talk a little bit about social media today, given uh, Jay Clark, our guest, Jay Clark, <laughs> the jumper, his own following, which is quite large, Jay Clark, the jumper. Welcome, welcome, Jay. Thank you for Good having me. Good to have you, man. Yep. No, I'm excited. Excited should be fun. This should be fun. We're excited to have you here, Travis. Tell us a little have bit. Have you about... done? Have you done many podcasts? Or a couple? Uh, I'd say I've done a few. A few? Um, yeah, no, I, I and uh, I think as you know, I continue to grow. I, I you know, you get the invite and, and yeah, you, yeah. I, I love sitting down and telling my story. Um, so. No, I, and I, it's I, mostly, I would say, with for sports podcasts, though, right? Yeah, yeah. Usually? Most like ninety percent of them are yeah. are sports related, um, which yeah. is great. But I want to ask you questions about content. There we go. Because okay. I mean, we do we do content. We are creators. Yes. And your life isn't just about being one of, if not the great greatest dunkers uh, <laughs> it's definitely it's definitely up to debate um but just how you said like i think one of the big interesting things with kind of the field that i'm in um i am an athlete but at the end of the day most of my identity revolves around content creation um yeah. a lot of a lot of people don't realize dunkers professional dunkers you know we are athletes and we we, we train and we oh, work yeah. hard but most of the stuff is you know content creation and yep. if you want to be at the top of your game, your content has to follow that. Yeah. So it's yeah. definitely, definitely an interesting. That's so true. There's things that, that, and we'll get back to it. Sorry, because there's things that my kids will watch on TV and Chris and I will just be like, what the heck are they watching? <laughs> and it's someone like just putting their fingers in clay or yeah. <laughs> whatever, or slime. Definitely. And I'm going, what? And like, who, who has time to do that kind of stuff? And I was like, you know what? It's not about the slime. It's about getting three million views in a week. Yeah, one thousand percent. You know, and like my, it's not about that. My son, um, he's twenty months old, and now he's like starting to navigate like the world of kids YouTube. And there's yeah. a guy who basically takes all the the nursery rhymes and does the same exact thing that you know a Coco Melon or your traditional nursery rhymes does, and he plays with a fidget spinner. And like that's, that's you know, his thing. millions of views, and it's just like he, he, you know, Johnny, Johnny, yes, Papa, like flipping a, a fidget spinner, and it's like crazy to see. So yeah. It's, yeah. it's definitely interesting. You carve out your niche, man. I tell you yeah. what. Well, Jonathan, 
Clark, a.k.a. J. Clark the Jumper, is a world record holding dunker and the high-flying high school teacher. I love that aspect of your story. (laughs) Who has an obsessive passion for defying the laws of gravity. J. Clark the Jumper. J-U-M-P-E-R actually stands for something. Is that right? Yeah, so so the acronym is just using my passion to elevate realities. So when I when I first first kind of was really trying to figure out who I was with this, you know, pro dunking thing, I would work a, you do a lot of different things. So there's there's camps, there's the camp aspect of it, there's kind of, you know, content creation, so whether it's like movies, commercials, things like that, um print ads. Mm-hmm. Um and there's kind of like engagements with live engagements that I would say like, you know, um, uh, basketball camps or anything where it's like live and you're doing a dunk show and things like that. And I really gravitated towards camps. Mm -hmm. I really loved camps because I could talk to kids being that I was, you know, on a path to become a teacher. Like it just worked really well. And I got to use my passion, which is dunking to like motivate kids. So it was like, I, you know, me and my friend, uh, were sitting, he actually came to film the camp for me and, nice. and we were just like vibing out. We were, uh, driving on the way back from filming the camp and I was like, man, that's, you know, so cool. And we're just like, you know, we were spitballing ideas and he kind of came up with it. He was like, just using my passion to elevate realities. I was like, that's, that's what that's I do. Yeah. I was like, that's what I, you know, like I'm the jumper. That's it. Yeah. Like that's, you know, that's so it, like yeah. it ended just stuck and just never, you know, Never That's look awesome. back from that. Yeah, I love that. That's <laughs> yeah. great. Something I think is is contagious about you too. Just knowing you in person is your. You have this contagious smile. <laughs> you have this like great energy, great positive oh, energy. Thank you. Yeah, thank man. You. We had a bunch of kids on set. They yeah. were hooping it up at yeah. a, at a local park, and you just showed up. I think they were all just so excited to see you and see you do some dunks. And yeah, if you're watching on YouTube right now, guys, you're gonna want to check this out. Jay Clark, this is how we connected with him. We had him on set with us as a basketball coach uh, out yeah. on this on this scene we were filming. And I'm gonna I'm gonna play a, like a just a montage of all the dunks he did that we captured on film because we only show one in the actual really? in the film, yeah, but cool. we got a bunch. That's <laughs> cool. Yeah, yeah. Hours and hours and weeks of setup and preparation for. You know, one ten, shot. 10 seconds ten or seconds. four That's, seconds of, of yeah. a shot. It's yeah. it's so funny being on the on the other side of it and actually getting to see it because then you like appreciate it so much more. So like when I see this on, you know, on the big screens and I can say like, oh, yo, that's me. Like I yeah. was there all day and it's like, <laughs> don't blink, don't blink. Listen, like I'm, I'm coming. There I am. Yeah, yeah. You know? So yeah. it's like, I think that would be fun to see. I know. Me. And then you hear so many stories too of people who are on a movie or a show or something for, you know, even weeks or months at a time and their whole part gets cut out. You oh, know? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like that happened in a major, uh, a major movie. Oh, Sterling. Didn't it happen to Sterling in Split? Sterling K. Brown. Yeah. Sterling K. Brown. His in character really? was completely cut out of Split. He had a whole character arc for a separate character and got completely cut out. Yeah. If I mean, they just it, didn't it have happens. time or it wasn't working or when they test screened it, it was yeah. like, yeah, but he's not really adding to it. And you watch the movie and you're like, why would there be a need for another right. character? Yeah. And I think maybe they were feeling that after the fact. It happens more often than you think. It's that's, crazy. But you're, you're in the so show. Crazy. You are in the show. Yeah. But we did get a lot of cool stuff uh, of you behind the scenes and stuff. Yeah, so in we'll fact, show it, some of that. In fact, if you look up Jay Clark the Jumper, just like a Google search. Yep. You'll see um, the clip. you jumping over King Batch. Oh, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. It's like you see King Batch who's like pose like hey, pass me the ball or whatever was, and yeah. it's like wait what and then you're <laughs> high flying over him he just jumped over me so that was that was a blast as well that was so. fun. well let's talk a little bit about your story jay clark okay. you mentioned your story and i we want to hear 
you know, uh, a little bit about that, how you got started in, in the dunking world and in athletics and just, you know, kind of what brought you to where you are. You don't have to go like when I was born, you know, that. No, that, yeah, that, I got yeah. you. I, oh, just, yeah, no. It, it all started yeah. when I was in kindergarten. Yeah. <laughs> kid next to me. And he said this like, like uh, Chunk from the Goonies. Remember that? Anyway, tell us from the beginning. Oh, when I was in kindergarten, my teacher. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, not that beginning, you idiot. <laughs> tell us everything. Yeah, tell yeah. us, tell us how it went down, and and uh, incorporate your social media aspect of it along the way. Definitely. So, um, I'll start with I can start in high school, and we'll, we'll we can kind of fast forward through some of the insignificant parts. Um, okay. But it's all it all adds up. I mean, it's all kind of who I am. So, uh, growing up, I love basketball. Like, who didn't love you know playing basketball? And if and if you went back to like fifth grade, and you look at you know my um, assignments where it's like what do you want to be when you grow up i wanted to be in the nba like i, I feel like every yeah, kid yeah. says that and it's like you you want to do those things so um that that this part of the story initially starts freshman year in high school like everybody else you know there's a thousand kids that try out for the basketball team oh yeah you know i'm, I'm gonna play basketball you know long story short i get cut from the basketball team and it was like one of the most devastating things ever it's like what like i've never been rejected before i've never been cut so it's like i don't know how to respond to that you know um well you have that in common with michael jordan <laughs> yeah and, that, and that's and that's the funny thing everyone just say like oh don't worry michael jordan got cut and then for me it was like no like michael jordan as a freshman got cut from varsity i got <laughs> cut from the freshman basketball team like it was like like i didn't play basketball yeah, like, that's, for that's my high point. school at all so like i talked to my uh algebra teacher because he was the basketball coach and i was like hey you know, I'm really serious about this basketball thing. What do I need to do? You know, you get that that cookie cutter. Work hard. You know, keep keep trying. You, yeah. you were really good, and, and and you'll be on the team. And I took that to heart. Like, you know, that that summer that um, I I was practicing in the rain. I was like practicing with the lights off. My mom would go to this park uh, above above our uh, neighborhood, and the lights would shut off at a certain time. So she would like park her car uh, and turn the high beams on just so I could like practice and um i remember running track just to stay in shape for uh basketball so you know come sophomore year i'm, I'm like ready to go like I, I worked really hard quick shout out to moms yeah oh definitely awesome. you know yeah, i mean no. that's pretty great mom was there turning yeah. the high beams on for you late at night yeah. when in the rain, no mom, in the rain. Yeah, she was she was she was out there all the time so that's it's awesome. like we're like we're, we're we're making it happen so come sophomore year like i'm ready to go and I, and I get to the tryout and it, it came down to me and one kid. And, and it was like devastating because one of the kids on the varsity basketball team knew I was getting cut and he was in my uh, art class. So the day of the, la the last day of the tryout, I knew I wasn't going to make the team. And it was like, I was like, I'm still going to give it my all and, and try the best. So sophomore year, I get cut. And this time, rather than kind of being like heartbroken, I'm just more like frustrated. I'm mad. Like I did everything that was yeah. asked. And I was like, so I had all this passion, all this energy, and I didn't know where to put it. And I just told myself that day, I was like, fine. Um, I was doing this track thing to stay in shape. Now this is going to be my new thing. I'm going to focus on track and field and I'm going to show, I'm going to prove them wrong kind of yeah. vibe. So, you right. know, sophomore year, like I'm one of the the best, I guess, high jumpers on my team and that's about it i was like third in the league i wasn't anything special by my junior year 
Um, I'm, you know, I broke the school record in the triple jump. I'm one of the top high jumpers and triple jumpers in my section by my senior year. I, I broke both school records. I'm number one in the state. Nice. Um, I, I get a scholarship to UCLA and like, nice. I, I took all that energy and I kind of, rather than like held onto this grudge, I just put it somewhere else. Yeah. So, you know, I go to UCLA. I, I have the time of my life. I really fall in love with track and field at that time. Um, I graduate from college a degree in psychology, 2011, 2012, the Olympics are coming up. So I'm, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna take a year off and I want to train for the Olympic trials. Uh, I qualify for the Olympic trials. Um, I get to the Olympic trials and I take 17th place. So it was essentially it's a failure, but getting to that spot was, you know, yeah. You know, way to fail. You yeah. made it to the Olympic trials. What a, what a loser. Yeah. Loser. You made it to the Olympics. Man. So, made so, it to the Olympic trials. Olympic and, trials uh, yeah. and, and you're like, you didn't make it in the top 10, man. Are you one pathetic loser? <laughs> at, the t- at the time, at the time, I definitely felt like that. But looking back now, you know, I, you know, I, I got to, to a very elite level. So I, yeah. And any reasonable person would say, yeah, that's pretty dang good. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. So, so now I'm at a point it's 2000, 2012 and, and I have this like passion for sports and I don't know what to do with it. So, and I was kind of devastated with, with the whole not making the team. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna get a full-time job. I'm done with sports. I'm gonna just be a regular, you know, you know, nine to five type guy. Yeah. And, yeah. And Spider-Man I remember, throwing I, in the towel. I remember, to, I remember <laughs> yeah. talking to my coach and he was like, all right, I'll see you. I'll see you in six months. And I kind of got mad at him when he said that, like, I'll see you in six months. I was like, no, I'm, I'm done. Um, but I started, you know, I started working and then I found myself like, all right, I'm gonna go to the gym. I just want to stay in shape a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, three months later, it's like 3am in the morning and I'm waking up like unprovoked going to the gym, like squatting, like 300 plus pounds, like sweating, like dying. And I'm like, what am I, what am I doing? Like, what, what, what am I really doing? And then I, I knew like after, after that point, I was like, all right, like, I, I'm going to go back into sports. So I, I moved back to LA, um, and I'm like. I want to, I want to give track a, a, a go. I thought that's what it was going to be. Um, so I get a, a gym membership to LA fitness and I, I start, you know, playing like LA fitness has basketball courts at the, at the gym. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, I'm, I'll play basketball to warm up. Some pickup yeah. games. Yeah. You play know, some pickup like, games yeah, just, and warm up. Just warm so up. like, so like I'm, I'm doing that. Um, and then like after games, like everyone's like standing around and like people are trying to dunk and they're missing. I'm just like, oh, I, I was yeah. like, I, I got this. So I started doing dunks and, and then, you know, from there it's like, then, it, then I would go lift and then, you know, fast forward two months. Now it's like, I go to the gym, I just play pickup and I dunk and then I leave. And then like two months after that, I just go to the gym and I'm just dunking. And like, it kind of just turned naturally turned over. And then like at the time when I first, first started doing it, Instagram didn't post uh, videos yet. Instagram was still pictures. So like the first time I did a between the legs dunk, it's actually nine. It's a video that I took nine screenshots of okay. and I put them together. And oh, I was nice. like, look, I just got a between the legs dunk. Um, and then Instagram started uh, Instagram started doing videos. And then once I started doing videos and I started posting dunks, I noticed like my following was like at the time it was like 600 fo- followers. And then like, you know. Now it's becoming 800. Now, like I broke a thousand and now I'm yeah. starting, you know, thousand became 3000. I'm yeah. like, oh, wow, this is, this is crazy. Like mm-hmm. I'm starting to like build, build fans. And then all of a sudden like 3000 is five, five is eight. And now I'm like hooked because then it's like, you start to, you yeah. start to fall in love with like that engagement. And like, you now I have fans and like you go to, 
Like you go to Target for the first time and it's like, oh yeah, you're that dude who posted the dunk that I saw. And it's like, oh man, that, that's, that's, cool. that's, that's so cool. Yeah. yeah. So like from there, I think like before I cracked uh, 10K, I, I finally got invited to my first dunk contest. And I didn't know like this dunk world existed. So like you go to like, the underworld of dunking. Definitely, yeah. definitely. It's like you go in and it's like, you know, there's there's certain names and you, you see names like Young Hollywood and Air Dog and, and, and like all the TFB guys. So like the Team Flight Brothers and Dunkademics yeah. and like you're starting to get into this like, oh, wow, that's this guy and that's this guy. And nice. then you start to you start to build your name, too. And then like um, I'd say now we're at like 2014, 2015. Like I, I got my first invitation like uh, for a dunk contest. They were going to fly me to Vegas and they were going to pay me. And I was going to like, they're going to give me shoes and give me a jersey. And- just explain to me the magnitude of that because, I mean, we're talking about, look, just being able to share an image or series of images, you can do that now and all of a sudden have a huge fan base. Definitely. That was not something that was possible when when I was a kid, I mean, no way. It's like, yeah. So like, especially when I first, first started, they're going to, they're going to fly me out. They're going to pay me. They're going to give me shoes. Like, cause they're asking, they like, they send you an email, like what's your shoe size? And it's like, wait, what? I'm going to, I'm going to get shoes. Like yeah. I don't have to, yeah. like, I don't have to pay for my shoes to be in this contest. I don't have to, I don't have, like not, everything was paid for. And it was like, it was an amazing experience because it kind of, you know, validated in a sense, all the work that I was putting in to kind of build this brand. Well, yeah, it seems like the work you were putting in wasn't necessarily to be on the team in high school. Definitely. The work you were putting in, you didn't know it at the time, but the work you were putting in was to set you up. So later on down the road, you could be Jay Clark, the dunker. So you could get invited to these things and participate in these things and inspire youth and all the things that you're doing now. So sometimes it's interesting. Sometimes the things you think you're prepping for, you think you're lifting for this, you think you're training for that. In reality, what you're trying to achieve is just maybe a few more months down the line or a couple years down the line, and it's greater than you could have ever even imagined. One thousand percent. I I truly believe everything happens for a reason. And you know, you could look back, and sometimes I've done it where I like I'll play out scenarios like what would have happened had I made the team. I probably wouldn't have appreciated making the team and I probably wouldn't have worked as hard as I did throughout right. high school, throughout college, or, you know, let's say I would have made the team and I would have been like, okay, I don't want to do track because I want to focus on being a basketball player. And now I, I've blocked my blessing to go to UCLA or, right. you know, you know, even within that story, um, I end up, you know, getting a call. One of the coolest calls I ever got was from the Harlem Globetrotters. Oh, nice. Yeah. And, you know, I get an invite. They're like, hey, we want you to come out uh, this summer and try out for the team. And initially I was like nervous. because I was like, oh, no, here we go. Another basketball tryout. Yeah, yeah. And um, Great. Here, I'm going to get yeah. cut again <laughs> so by I, the Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> so, so, like, I get there and, you know, long story short, um, I made the team. Oh, that's awesome. And, you know, <laughs> when I made the team – it was one of those things where it's like I got cut from my high school basketball team and now I get to travel the world as a professional basketball player. Yeah. Doing like the exact thing that I <laughs> right. got cut from. So it was one like of the most well-known it, groups one ever. of one yeah. of the oh, most yeah. illustrious teams ever. And it and it was kind of there are some pro teams that aren't as well known as the well, yeah. yeah. And it's and it, it's it's such a crazy, crazy thing to to kind of experience so um i I, like you were saying you're right it's truly everything happens for a reason and um 
I'm definitely like, that's so cool. Blessed. That's a really cool story, man. And you're you're a, a spiritual person too, right? Yes. I mean, you're a Christian. Christian, yes. I mean, from a spiritual aspect too. I mean, that tracks. It's like you don't know what God has in store for you, and He might be preparing you in a way or in a time that you don't even you can't foresee. Only He can foresee. One thousand know? percent. And yeah. and like how we said, like those like that was all of a part of my you know my test all all a part of my my, my journey. And, and, you know, um, if you will, you know, for me, a lot of it is like how to, it's not only like, cause everybody, you know, wants to praise God when they win every, you know, it's, it's, it's really right. nice to, you know, you know, you don't want to shout them out, you know, I, I won and, you know, I'm gonna throw up something cause it's cool, but it's like, are you, are you willing to have faith when everything is going bad? Are you, are you willing? And that was kind of, yeah. uh, once again, shout out to my mom. Uh, yeah. when I was, when I was going through like my darkest, darkest times, they, you know, like things weren't going well, you know, uh, from the Lord's prayer, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Everything happens for a reason. And it's not your plan. You know, like mm-hmm. yeah. you, you've always heard it. Like I always tell the joke, like, you know, you want to make God laugh, you know, set plans and like say this, you know, yeah. so it's like, it's not see what really happened. Yeah. So it's like, it's, it, it, and I, I look back and laugh at all the things that, that are happening to me now. If I could go back and talk to like fifteen year old me, and it's like, dude, like, don't even stress about this. Yeah, like, yeah. Everything, everything. Just keep working hard. You know, keep having faith, and and everything will everything will take care of itself. You're you're gonna be golden. So it's like one of those things. Like, I mean, you you you. We look at the name, unlikely story. Like, yeah. You know, I got cut from my basketball team twice. Like, yeah. I, I'm not like, I never wore a high school basketball jersey. Yeah. Um, I have you know almost i think across all my social media platforms i have like over over half a million followers and it's like they know me just for those things yeah it's like kind of it's like it's 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 the craziest thing so it's just like you 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 kind of have to like you have to be able to roll with the punches you kind of have to like i mean have a plan have goals and things that you want to do but like yeah certainly certainly the goals you had were 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 what you were aiming for yeah um, and you do need to work towards stuff. Um, well, it's like your shirt. Do the impossible. Do the impossible. Yeah. Yeah. Do the impossible. I mean, that's, that's yeah. literally your story captured I mean, in a catchphrase there. And it's cool. We love hearing these kinds of stories. We Absolutely. have Our story is similar. Like we made this Gallows movie for nothing and like just eight of us. We had we had our four actors, Chris and I, and then we had Rich from Rich Media. Yeah, <laughs> that's and right. And we had uh, Tyler Smith, one of the greatest uh, uh Flag football receivers on the planet. He's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it's very, it's very much in line with, you know, uh, and it our had story these great results. You know, yeah. and you guys are on H- It's on HBO now, right? HBO uh, yeah, Max. HBO Max yeah. has, uh, has the first Gallows on it. Uh, yeah. Prime has Gallows Two on it, and then Prey. This other movie we did, Prey, and, and then, then Held is on uh, Hulu right Held's now. Held's on Hulu. It's one of okay. the most yeah. popular movies. Held one of the most popular movies on Hulu right now. <laughs> Shameless plug. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of, you mentioned your mom, and they're speaking of parents. I mean, you're a dad now, right? Yes. Talk, yes, talk to us about juggling let your me job. Just, and- let me just say this real quick, in with regards to moms and regard to the spirituality we've been talking about. God moves through moms. Oh, one thousand percent. Especially moms that take it serious. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Despite any struggles. God works with mothers. Yeah. So for me, I would encourage anyone who's thinking about being a mom to just know that God will be with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Definitely. God will be with you. Anyway, just wanted to do a little like shout that. out yes. on that. You there know you what I mean? Like, yes. And now you as a father, yes. you can take those things you learned from your mom and apply them 
into your life, into your family and all that kind of stuff. Yes. So, so go ahead and tell us a little bit more. Definitely. So um, my son, uh, Jonathan Lewis Clark V, had to keep the, uh, the name going, the tradition. That's right. We, we, call, we call him Cinco. <laughs> Love it. Um, Cinco. <laughs> yeah. So he's, he's 20 months old. Um, he's a full quarantine baby. So he was born uh, January 2020. So right before the quarantine wow. hit. Wow. And he's already been studying the YouTube algorithm. There you go. He's, <laughs> he's, he's already on top of it. Um, he's an analyst for YouTube. There you go. No, he's been, it's been, it's been amazing. It's been one of the things like, uh, especially with uh, quarantine, when everything was really happening, it was, it was, that was the biggest blessing in disguise because I was home and I got to, I got to watch him grow up every single day. Oh yeah. yeah. So, um, it's, it's, it's still, you know, mind blowing coming home and seeing him grow every single day. It's like, Oh man, you look look so different. I remember, I remember when you were like this big and now it's, you know, it's this. Yeah. Yeah. It's just just a little basketball. And he, it's funny because he's into basketball and, and my wife and I have been really adamant about um, letting him be him and not, you know, putting those expectations on, but basketball comes on and he can sit down and watch it. Hmm. He, you know, he has the, he has a Fisher price hoop and okay, he wants nice. it, he wants it raised to the highest level. Yeah, when, he, when he was, when he was really, really young and my wife would go on walks in the stroller, sometimes she would like park him in the, um, the shade. And he would sit there and watch me dunk. So I'd be outside dunking and he'd watch and he'd yeah. get really happy when I make it. So yeah, it's like, nice. now it's like you see him run up, he'll run up to the hoop and like, he's not coordinated enough yet, which is fine. I'm not going to, I'm trying my hardest not to force it. Like, yeah. Yeah, like I don't yeah. want to be out there coaching him, but it's like, he runs up and he just jumps and then throws the ball at the rim. Yeah. And it's, it's, yeah. it's funny to see because um, it's something that he loves. And I think if it's something that he continues to want to do, I think that I, I, it'll be an amazing like connection that we can have. But, oh, and he could be he could be so great at it too. Oh, like, I mean, think about when you started in your journey. Oh yeah. Versus what the exposure he's getting now at you know a year old. Definitely, <laughs> like, I, that's but amazing. You know? The big thing that I want to make sure is that you know he finds his own thing and yeah. he, he's happy with yeah. it. But I, I I would I would be lying if I didn't say like i would love for him yeah. to, like you know like I mean, post, 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 post a little windmill video slow-mo on his yeah. fisher fry soup that'd yeah. be so cool yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, i mean awesome. and, and you know a lot of people follow suit in their family businesses Definitely. lives you know yeah. if they're inspired some some parents may take it a little too far and and then the kids end up splitting the opposite direction but Definitely. even in movies there's a lot uh you know like uh, that kid bodybuilder remember that <laughs> oh yeah the kid bodybuilder Remember Whoa. that kid? I don't know if you remember that kid. We'll post Kid Kid Hercules. Remember that? Oh, I know who you're talking yeah, about. The little Hercules. kid with like that. Yeah, he was all ripped. Like, yeah. He was yoked, dude. That dude I had an his, eight pack. I think his was... parents actually like got in trouble for child abuse. I think I they like, did. I wouldn't be shocked. I'm pretty me. sure he's fat now. Yeah. Just yeah. like hanging out, like whatever. That won't you know? be Jay Clark. So. He, like, he, did, like, he did enough working out at, yeah. at three years old for, for everybody <laughs> like for ben, a lifetime. He's like Ben Stiller at the end of Dodgeball. Or at the end of Heavyweights. An even better movie way back uh, heavyweights, uh, <laughs> classic. So classic. good. Come on, you devil. <laughs> ben Stiller's parents were both uh, actors. Yeah. Well, yeah. Jerry Stiller. Uh, he just oh, recently passed away. Hollywood's too. full of family. Barry Moore. Oh, tons of them. I found out recently. Zoe Deschanel's dad was the DP for The Natural with Robert Redford. Mm. I had no idea. Like that was an incredible movie for me when I was. Robert Redford was the baseball movie, The yeah. Natural. That movie was insane. Anyway, I just thought, man, that's so cool. But there's so many connections and kids get better or can get better 
than even their parents because they've seen all the things and because of the earlier yeah, exposure. You get yeah. the exposure. You kind of get the the insights. You get the like, hey, if I were yeah. if I were you know for my son, let's say he starts getting into dunking at an I don't know super early age of like I don't know twelve eight yeah. years like, old. You know, <laughs> eight years old. <laughs> like I you know I'd say like yo if I if I could go back in time and I was twelve, this is what I would do. Right. If you really want to get to this level. Start doing this, or yeah. you know, I could see things like, yeah. "Hey, don't worry about this," because I, you know, I had my growth spurt when I was this, so don't. You know, so you get you get all the little the intricacies yeah. that that your your parents, all the mistakes that I've gone through, you get you get to just move up, move yeah. past oh, those. Even, yeah, and like when we were filming the scene in the park, yeah. for for this uh, this pitch that we're doing, uh, my son, like it's like I always envisioned him as this character. I knew he could pull it off. We could practice with him, rehearse, and all yeah. that stuff. And he nailed his part, you know, and he's nailed it every time. So for him, though, how many like young kids get a chance to perform like that in a in a kind of an environment that's more friendly and warm? Yeah. Rather than like going in cold and you know what I mean? Like by the time he's a young adult, he'll be like, which is kind of already there, but he'll be ready to like he'll know the jargon. He'll know the terminology. He'll know where the camera is without having to be told a thousand times by someone off screen. You know, it's like, yeah. He'll know the motions. You get all you get all the practice, and oh. he could be a much better actor or director than even I, if that's the direction he wants to go. Got you. But it's our job as dads, definitely, to give the best example we can. Of course, share the most love we can. Of course, and uh, and and let them and let them do their thing. let let them figure it out. But yeah. you know, still 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 a little bit of guidance. Yeah, a little, <laughs> a little, a little nudge, maybe. A little nudge. Nudge. There you go. Defin- definitely. Well, that that take, brings me to an interesting topic when you're talking about the natural. Jay Clark, what are some of your favorite sports movies or shows? Like yeah. sports content that you watch. Ooh. Okay, so sports in general, sport, and then we can yeah. delve into basketball. So, yeah. so I would say um, my favorite genre in sports are probably sports documentaries. Okay. Um, I'm 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 a sucker for, you know, overcoming obstacles, happy ending type yeah. thing. So like yeah. some of some of the more recent ones that I've seen that I that I really love, uh, Breaking Two, uh, it was about breaking the uh the two hour uh barrier in the marathon. Oh, okay. uh, it's it's on uh, oh, I believe yeah. it's Disney Plus. Okay, Got has it. that one. Um, uh, what is that? Danny Way. Uh, it's something like. Uh, something like bottle in the lightning or something like lightning in a bottle, bottle? lightning something something along reverse, the, some, kind of, something yeah. along the lines. It's it's Danny Way, um, skateboarder, and he's uh, jumping know. jumping the Great Wall of China. Oh, uh, you got yeah, yeah. look it up. Look up the name of that. Um, I really love that documentary. So what it is is like it it chronicles that week of him. Uh, preparing to do the jump in the Great Wall of China, waiting for lightning, waiting, waiting, waiting for, for lightning. lightning. Okay, and then throughout it tells like his 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 uh, life story. Okay, and like all the traumas that he's gone through, and like you know, it it, it almost follows a movie, which makes it crazy because it's a, it's a documentary. So it's like he he you have that like you know that adversity that he has to overcome within this like live documentary. Yeah. And it's like you know you get to you get over, and I don't know the. I don't know the movie terminology per se. I took one class at UCLA, which was like a screenwriting class. And I know yeah, it was like, yeah, the, yeah, okay. you have the, you, you introduce the character, you yep. put the character in the problem, yep. you know, the, that changes the character. And then like, I, I don't know if I'm, I'm like butchering no, it, good. but if I, yeah, I, I, I did get an A in that class, <laughs> but I, I feel bad. Well, I don't he's saying it's that. an easy A. You got <laughs> what you're doing it was, is it was, so, so easy. But, but when he, um, 
Yeah, so it's like he he like sprains his ankle, and I don't want to give away the the documentary because it's such a good one. But right. like like yeah. those those styles of documentaries, um, I really just you know I, I love those movies. Um, in terms of like, did you catch uh, the Last Dance? The last oh I I've, I've seen that probably like five times. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> and it's like it's it's on Netflix and it lives on Netflix. So it's like anytime I like. That's probably one of my go-to. Like when I have nothing yeah. else to do, like I'll watch that. There's um, there's another one. Um, it's about the Dream Team. Yeah, uh, I, think and I it, saw it's that. It's on, one. it's on the it's on uh like the NBA channel. Um, yeah, okay, I've, I've seen that like five times as well, and it's like I I could I could watch. We were talking maybe. about trying to do a, a doc with you. Definitely. It never materialized. It but, hasn't. Uh, there's but, still there's uh, still time though. There's still time. But still you time. did you did break a record recently. I did. Yes. yes uh, we'll get into that, that later. Let's yes. talk about that. You, you want to do that now? Well, let's. Uh, in terms of those are good docs. Any movies that stand out? Yeah, for you movies. From your childhood uh, or any any favorite movies? You know, uh, base, basketball. What was the baseball? Base, baseball one? was funny. Okay. Um, uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put that in my like. Yeah. No. No. Area. No. It's base, probably terrible. Base, basketball. It was. It was funny, but it was. Yeah. It's. It was definitely a great movie to watch when I was in college. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're yeah. in college. You're. You're with with a group of friends. Um, I. You know, Glory Road. Uh, uh Coach Carter. Yeah. Um, I actually have the. So from in Coach Carter, when he's referring to the the poem, what's our what's your greatest fear? Mm-hmm. Um, our greatest fear, you know, when, is not that we're inadequate, that it's we're powerful beyond measure. Right. I have like a tattoo that says oh, powerful, nice. yep. powerful beyond measure. I love that. Um, so like that, you know, that one stuck with me. Um, Space Jam. Oh, yeah. Classic. classic. Uh, How I did mean, you like the new one compared to the old one? So. And, and I I must be weird when I watch movies. And especially now that I've gotten older, I don't watch it with the you know the comparison of like this has to hold up to the feeling that i had when i was six years old and i watched the base space jam it was like yeah. i kind of watched it from almost like a dad's perspective with my son yeah and, and he's too young to process space jam yeah i loved it yeah they 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 you know they paid tribute to the old space jam but it was its own thing yeah um and it still had the same kind of storyline and it like i i enjoyed it it what was it Space Jam to me? No, it wasn't yeah. Space Jam. But was it like I I respect the fact that it wasn't trying to be your their, Space Jam, my Space Jam. Yeah, my yeah. Space Jam is my Space Jam. This is their Space Jam. They yeah. hopefully for the new yeah hopefully they enjoyed their Space Jam. And it's like when they look back at my Space Jam, it's like oh that's the old one, and this is the right. you know. So it's like yeah, I I enjoyed it. Is it would I call it a classic in my opinion? Not necessarily, but it wasn't a bad movie. It was, yeah. it, was it was definitely I enjoy I enjoyed watching. I, I actually Space think Jam. that that's a, a good point. Like there's a lot of reboots and sequels that are made nowadays that I think get a little bit of unfair criticism because like back in the day, people would have said the same things about the Your Space what? Jam yeah. and would have been like, This is garbage, this is just for kids or if whatever. It had been but, a reboot. Well, no, I mean, even even on originals, I think when you're a kid and you grow up with a movie or something, yeah. you become attached to it in a way that's kind of hard to explain. Yeah. Even if the movie's not that good. Yeah. Some and it you, becomes it becomes special to you. you yeah. Know? Some movies that you saw as a kid, you go back and you watch them, you're like, oh, yeah. I like yeah. that. Yeah. 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 Exactly. But then there's some that stand the test of time. I, I feel like the there are some reboots though that 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 will become that for this generation yes. now, and and you know don't necessarily deserve all the criticism they get for being technically True. inadequate or whatever Definitely. it is. We know? can be overly harsh. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes harsh, but fair. Our yeah. our overly sound harsh. designer for both of these movies did Space Jam, uh, really? the new one. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he uh, and we'll have we're gonna have him on a podcast upcoming as well. He was actually working on Held right here 
while he was working on Space Jam That's 2, crazy. he took a break from it to, to work well, on Well, it movie. happened right around the kind time of the, of the pandemic. Time. So, oh, like, okay. there was a lot of uncertainty with um, with just everything, you know, yeah. everything. But filmmaking, and he was like, I don't know, like, people are being furloughed, I'm doing this and that, and, like, I'm going to be working from home on some things, and and I'm kind of taking a break for a couple of weeks, but I could jump on yours, let's, let's go for it, you know? Yeah. So, it was kind of interesting to see the process kind of things got delayed, but it was a perfect window for us to get our movie held done. And the sound design is amazing as always is with the work he's done, but stay tuned for a future episode where we have Brandon Jones. Yeah, on. it's going to be good. Cause he's okay. a great guy. Well, we're going to take a few of the live questions that have been coming in. We've been receiving a few here. So have you always practiced jumping off all plants? Left Ooh. foot, right foot. There we go. That's a that's a dunk specific question. Okay. So okay. what they're what they're asking, uh, typically when you dunk, right, you're gonna you you have a certain style of dunk. A lot of people find their style and then they stick with it. So a lot of people jump better off of one foot, so they'll just run up and dunk. And that's how they do most of their dunks. Like Zach Levine. Zach Levine is a one foot jumper. He you all the dunks that you saw in the dunk contest were all off one foot. Okay. Aaron Gordon was a he jumped off a two. All the dunks you saw were off of two. One thing that makes me very unique in the dunk community is I can do all plants. I've mastered, like, I can jump off of my left. I can jump off my right. I can go right, left. I can go left, right. Or I don't need any steps. So, like, that's, awesome. um, that's great. That's uh, great. I mean, that's that's true. It, 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 that's true. It's, it's, it's cool to say, but, like, from a contest standpoint, most people don't realize it. So it doesn't matter. Um, but for me, like, um, no, I haven't always done it. I think from playing basketball, I had to just be able to adapt. Um, and then from there, like when I just had sessions, I practiced it. Um, and, and I just got to a point where I've been doing this for a really long time now. Then I, mean, I feel like that's practice. like that's like snowboarding. When I watch snowboarding in the Olympics, it's yeah. like, oh man, that was a front side uh, you know, probably say reverse switch, yeah, or switch or fakie or something yeah. like yeah. that. And I'm just yeah. like, oh dude. And everyone's like, wait, what? He did a trick. And it's like, no, no, but. It's technically he, difficult. I, uh, Definitely. Yeah. I am not left-handed. You know, yeah. it's like one of those, like, I, I don't think you know something that I know. Yeah. <laughs> I am not left-handed. And so then they start doing stuff with the right hand. It's like, oh, crud. Like, it reminds me of that quote from uh, Big Hero 6 where he's, like, talking about his underwear. He's like, I go front. I go, go back. back. I go <laughs> Then I go inside out. Inside out. And then front. And then back. And then I wash them. You know, like, after wearing the same pair for, like, <laughs> that was a funny bit in that movie um, here's a question from noe underscore 721 I like this one what's the worst excuse you've ever heard from someone not following their dreams what's the worst excuse oh man that's a crazy question that's crazy I I, I think it would have to be something along like not having time mm. um, I, I think there's this weird uh misconception with not having enough time to do something and especially now that I get older and as I continue to get older and I'm still in this this you know community um I my first between the legs dunk which is a very basic dunk in the pro dunker realm I was 23 years old there's there's 16 year old kids now on the internet that are like doing those in middle of basketball games wow there's like eighth graders that are getting to the point that they can do that type of dunk. And I was 23. So like saying you don't have enough time is, is probably one of the biggest excuses. It's a, you're not making, you're not yeah. prioritizing. Yeah. Just generally that's the yeah. biggest excuse of anything. I mean, it's like 
you don't have the time. You got the same amount of time as that other guy. Yeah. 1,000%. And, and as, as, that, is, that is an excuse I hear often as I get older too that annoys me more when I hear, especially people younger than me saying that because like, I don't even have kids. Yeah. And, and I'm a busy guy. Like I, yeah. I fill my time like to the max. Yeah. And I don't have kids. So I'm, I'm, if I, you know, I can't even imagine you having a, you know, a one year, one, almost two year old. It's yeah. like, you, you don't have much time and Definitely. yet you devote that time that you do have. You make the time. You, you make it. And, yeah. and that's the thing. I think when, when, if it's something you really want to do, you're going to find a way to make it happen. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. yeah. And that's the biggest thing. Yeah. It's like, I can't stand, I don't mind people saying they don't have time as much as I mind people saying they don't have time, but they really wish they could do it. Yeah. You know, like we talk with people that are like, oh, I really want to make narrative content instead of just commercials. Yeah. You know, like I, I'm sick of doing commercials for this car company, for the casino, for the whatever. I really want to write something and a story and tell a narrative story. And then it's like, okay, cool. Like we, maybe we could help you, you know? And then they just go back to doing the commercials. Yeah. Because like they're not willing to step outside of what they're comfortable doing 1, to make the, that difference in their lives. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's a risk. You have to take that leap of faith. You have to step away from what you're comfortable doing in order to achieve something better than what you're getting. Definitely. It's just the rule. That's Definitely. the laws of physics. It's the laws of spirituality. It's the yeah. laws of the universe. Something I something I feel like I mentioned in the beginning, but I didn't I didn't stress or or over overly uh, put a point on. But I want to say again, Jay Clark. You're also a teacher. You're a yeah. high school teacher. Yeah. Yes. What, what do you teach again? So um, I right now I'm teaching physical education. Okay. Um, so I teach freshmen and sophomores PE. Um, I'm dual credentialed. So before I was a high school PE teacher, I was a middle school science teacher. So I'm dual credentialed in foundational level science and physical education. I got my master's degree in kinesiology with an emphasis in PE. So initially like PE was like what I wanted to do. Like right. I, I like I'm an athlete. I enjoy being outdoors. Like I I love like we're doing a football unit. Like I'm playing I played football for four hours today. Like that was what I did for work. Yeah. So it's like I, I'm living the dream. I on top of PE, I coach track and field and cross country. Nice. And, and we're in Cross country season right now. Um, Didn't we get a question regarding coaching basketball? There was on one more question here. Oh, there we. I, yeah, I got that one. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you coach Bullard basketball? Why don't coach Bullard basketball? Because I am the head cross country yeah. and track and field coach. He's, Speaking he's of busy. not having time, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's um, too busy. But no, um, the the program the program is 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 run really well. Um, I, I really support those guys. I love basketball, but I I'm more of a fan. From from the whole experience of like trying out and not making the team, like it's I I, I enjoy it from afar. I I don't want to like devote my time to yeah. that. I, yeah. I enjoy track and field. I enjoy cross country, and then I enjoy dunking. So it's, yeah, it's there's a great photo of you on on uh, on Instagram. Um, we'll flash it up here on the screen if you're watching on YouTube. It's a picture of you dunking and you look like you're in your just your regular teacher get up yeah. like your button up shirt yeah, and yeah, your khakis yeah. or whatever and you're, like you're, you got challenged yeah. by a student <laughs> no, like definitely. what you dunk yeah right teach. i think i think it's like it totally encapsulates you you know yeah, like yeah. It's, it gets it gets that side of you the teacher side the fun uh energetic you yeah. know i saw person side i saw that news story i think a few years ago okay and, or whenever it came out or, and i was just like 
that guy just looks like he's having the best time. Like, yeah. that's probably the funnest teacher on campus. I mean, <laughs> that's just great. And we haven't specified yet, Jay Clark, what the the world record that you recently set. Yes. Is it more than one? I want to hear about this, the, the, the recent world record. So the, rec- the most recent world record was a record. I actually broke my own record. Um, <laughs> uh, so it's for a vertical dunk. So we were talking about all the plants. Um, one of the, the dunks, uh, plants that I specialize in is vertical. So no running start, no movement. You just straight from the ground, jump straight up and dunk. Um, It's the highest rim from a vertical dunk, which is 11 feet. So I broke uh, my previous record was 10 feet. Uh, I think it was 10, 11 or 10, 10. And I was like, I got to get like, I got to get to 11. Um, And uh, I went to Utah this summer for dunk camp. Mm -hmm. And uh Shout out to Lifetime Hoops. They built a custom hoop that goes up to 12-3. Oh, um, nice. So they they, they they set it to 11. They measured it. And it was like, you know, went up. This took, one goes it, to it, 11. This one goes to 11. <laughs> Dial it up to 11. Way to go, Lifetime Hoops. That's awesome. Yeah, so, um, it, and they told me, it's funny because they told me, like, it's always going to be here in Utah if you ever want to go back. Because the current uh, world record for just overall um, highest dunk is 12 feet. So outdoors... Um, is 11 feet, eight inches. And I actually broke that one. So I have the outdoor record. I have the vertical record and I don't have the all time record, which is 12 feet, but it's, it's a big bucket list goal. So I want to go 12, one, um, at least, yeah. um, but it, it goes up to 12, three. So if, awesome. if I get up to 12, three, I was, was going to really ask cool. you what the next goal is. What oh the yeah. Next so that's, so that's, the, that's, it, huh? that's probably, I think. That's the dock right there, yeah, that's, breaking that's, twelve. That's see, there you go. Yeah, that's like, right. We're, we're, yeah. we're putting it together. <laughs> yeah, it, it has to happen now. This is this is what's going to play at the start of the dock right here. The yeah, planning instead of talking yeah. about it, just planning. It breaking it. twelve. Yeah. Here we go. Breaking twelve. Nice. That's amazing, man. Yeah, that's that's so freaking high. In the air. As <laughs> someone high. who is five foot tall, <laughs> that's two. That's two and a half two. of me. <laughs> Oh so man, dumb. that's two of me. I'm six foot, <laughs> no. you know, and and one inch or yeah, so. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, man, I love that though, man. That's awesome. That's so cool. And you, that was just recently, right? That was within the last like month or so. That was in yeah, August. Like, yeah, August. Okay. August, so yeah, super. We'll have to throw some recent. pictures and videos up from that. Yeah, um, it was a, it was a fun. It's been a fun summer. Like I, I I'm really shocked at all the things I was able to accomplish. The cinematography. The marketing the virality the social yes. media content yes, yeah. yes, yes. like t- tell us your journey there like- okay so i mean like like i said the big thing started when instagram allowed video and for me my most of my content lived there um and at the time like instagram was like the hot new app um it was kind of taking over facebook um so was that 20 2015 2016-ish so even even before oh, no, then, no, that was before 20, then, so like 20 2012 2013 is when they really started to because we had filmed the, we were filming the galas in 2011 the into 2012 yeah that december and we had an actress in the original original who was like oh instagram it's this thing that's coming and i was like oh, yeah. i have no idea what yeah. this is it was the same exact thing i was i was a uh, training for the olympic trials and i was a volunteer assistant coach at ucla and one of my athletes was like yeah, there's this new app, Instagram, like you post pictures and like people like your pictures. And I like made one and I like took a picture of like a backpack or something. I think if you go back to like my first, first photo, something random, (laughs) very random. And like, she was like, that's not how you do it. Like, oh, there's still a lot that needs explaining. I was like, I was like, oh, what is this? So then like you start to, you start to figure it out. You start to learn the app and stuff like that. And then 
so from there, I remember like, you know, it, it's one of those things where, where like, you know, especially kind of looking back now, it's like you you really get uh, obsessed with kind of like the engagement. So it's like I liked when I was like, oh man, you know, this overly this, obsessed. In yeah. Cases. Oh, definitely. This 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 con like oh this got a hundred likes. Like oh yeah, a hundred. And it's like some like I'm getting I'm getting pictures and and then once the dunking stuff started, that's when it really started to like blow up yeah and, and like then i get like i remember um i did a dunk so i did um it was a vertical dunk between the legs from no steps so i just stood under the rim and i just jumped and i put the ball between my legs and i dunked it and like that went crazy and then people started to take that video and then they posted it mm. so then that's when i really started to get a taste of like oh this is what viral is so it's yeah. like people started posting it posting my videos and I was like, Oh, this is sick. Like, and then you get hooked on that. And then it's like, I just want to do the next big dunk. And right. then I remember I, I met up with um, a guy, Billy Duran who runs Dunkademics. And he was like, yo, we're going to, we're going to film a dunk session and then I'm going to post it. And in that uh, session, I did a backflip. I so I did a round off back handspring and I dunked it. And like, not only was everybody posting it, like ESPN posted, uh, they, posted an article where they posted the clip and I'm like, Dang, Oh, dude. this yeah. is crazy. And like, they're tagging my, they're tagging my um, Instagram account. And now we're looking at like, I have like 3000 followers. And now it's like, I have 5,000 followers. It's like, what? Like, this is crazy. And then from there, where'd that kind kid of, that got cut from the team go? Yeah. I, I, don't, even, I don't even see that kid yeah, anymore. I like, anymore. I don't even see him anymore. So what's your most like viral, viral clip to date that you know of? Um, if I had to say, it was probably hmm, on Instagram. Man, it's crazy. I think it uh, it was probably initially when I did the splits dunk for the first time. Okay. The way it was filmed, like Billy was like laying down in the middle of the floor, and I ran up, and it was like in slow mo. So I jumped up and I did the splits, and I did I did a reverse pump and I dunked it. Oh, that's and it was great. just like super unique. Um, we used was, that in the marketing for this one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that was, shot of you doing it. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it was, but that, it was so the first time I did that dunk. Yeah, that okay. was that's so now like the picture that you guys use is like now you know how to pose. Yeah, yeah so got, that was, that was definitely, high, definitely like it's like I'm looking at the camera. High like, resolution. Yeah, you the, you yeah. the Play into the people now. Definitely, and you learned a lot about that. Like where you, where you set the camera, oh. where you set your phone. Like, did you ever do one where you like it fell over and you're like, dang it, I got to do it again. One thousand percent. I yeah. think you learn as you, especially how I said like for dunkers, as much as it is you know athleticism, it's it's about content creation. So it's really about like. All right, where you set your camera, how your how's the lighting? I've seen guys post some of the like there's a dunker, um, Jordan Sutherland. He took the ball and he bounced it on this. He took with his right hand, he bounced it on the left side of his body, and he bounced it this way. So the ball passes his body as oh, he jumps he a- and he catches it in midair on a bounce and he dunks it. And he uses like like an older iPhone poorly lit uh room and like the slow-mo so like it was like the fluorescent lights so it was like it was flickering but like when he posted it like i'm losing my mind because i know what he did i saw the dunk it's crazy but like the general public didn't receive that dunk well and it's like wow like that's like that was that was when it really reaffirmed like um and i've seen guys do some basic dunks but it's like really recorded well nice slow-mo yeah. angle and it's like people are going crazy like oh that looks so sick so it's like it's not just the dunk it's the look yeah. it's it's definitely it's, it's the one, presentation it's, it's present, same thing in contest like 
a lot of times in contests, guys really focus. I, and I used to be guilty of this. I would go out and do the most technical dunks ever. Like I would go, like I can go to a contest and do like, let's say there's six dunks in a contest. I would do six dunks that no other person in that room could like even no other attempt. person on the earth can do. Yeah. And I would lose the contest and I'd be really upset. And then now recently, like I'll go do a contest and I'll have so much fun because I'll do like very simple dunks, but you dress it up really you well. You showboat it. Yeah. yeah. Everyone goes You crazy. jump over three people oh, to do it. Definitely. It's like, oh, that's it's a like, simple dunk. Oh, definitely. And it's like now like it's, you really got to, you got to put that entertainment aspect in yeah. everything that you do. Yeah. Um, and I was watching a video of Kobe and that was one of the things Kobe was talking about. It was like storytelling and that was kind of one of the big things it's like you you really got to be able to sell what you're doing you got to be able to like dress it up and and, and yeah. make it make yeah. it sparkle and present yep. it well that makes sense and 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 what's cool about dunking too just inherently it's so bite-sized so watchable in just like a yeah. split second three second clip. it's such a viral so, uh, uh moment which or, i mean yeah. it's it's like perfect for today's consumer right definitely like when people are watching yeah. stuff literally in like three second increments definitely. or whatever like a dunk is like choice for that so that's, yeah. that's cool how you kind of have learned to fine-tune the art of the dunk not only physically but also for the content and for the definitely video side. i, I mean would... i know you when you shot that one with batch you were lining up the angles you were getting that low angle and all that yeah stuff, and you yeah. shot all that yourself yeah and he honestly and he was that, really brilliant say, with it too he, yeah he killed that and that yeah. was funny because when we initially started talking from start to, from idea to finish it was probably like 20 minutes like and there was that was in between shooting stuff yeah and i was like i was blown away for for me to see him do that like even reaffirmed like all right this content creation thing is so different like because you have people that create content and then you have content creators and he's like like a true content creator like yeah. all the things that he and it made me like realize all that stuff that he puts out like like he's like a genius with it yeah like everyone else like makes content and like a lot of times content is like when i think of it a lot of people are it's like throwing spaghetti at the wall right yeah. like they're throwing stuff and they hope it sticks but it's like he's gotten down the formula where it's like that sticks that sticks that sticks yeah because you know you know the things to do and it's like you put all of those things together and it's like boom you have something yeah. really good i heard a, a a guy who's a writer a successful writer been doing it for 26 years in the business and he was saying there's a difference between content and craft yeah yeah content is like whatever but craft and that's what you're talking about. Definitely. Is that Batch took the time and he, he's honed his craft. He's become a better artistic storyteller, not just like film it, throw it out there, see what sticks. Like and and hope for the right? best. Yeah. It's like yeah. I can make this content and I know that it's going to do this because I put the, these these elements in. And right. it's like you understand. Yeah. Like it's it's for me too. It's like when you think about if you truly love your, your craft, you're going to focus on even – all of the details that most people don't want to do. So it's like, yes. Yeah. And, and I used to like, my ego would get in the way at first. Cause it was like, all right, I love dunking so much. It's not about the video. It's about just posting the dunk. The dunk's going to be good enough. And it's like, yeah. no, if you truly love it enough, you're going to focus on that too. And it's yeah. like, all right, all right, let's make sure that this is the right. And if you're, if you're that skilled, then it's like, you can do those things on command where it's like, you're, you, you go to a show and it's like, all right, we need you to dunk. And it's like, all right, I got, X, Y, and Z. Stay I wonder if we that. could like tonight plan filming a dunk in a specific way that would just be like insane. Yeah. You know, with you, like, Definitely. like let's plan on doing like one, one viral figure, bit. Figure out a really cool figure angle out a cool or thing. A, yeah. cool, a cool take on it, a cool twist on it. I, I like that idea. A, a, another topic I wanted to get to, uh, Jay Clark, before we get, you know, closer to the end here is 
you do a lot of training, as we've talked a little bit about yeah. different types of training, weight training, resistance training, jumping, all kinds of stuff. And you post a lot of really cool uh, tips and 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 yeah. your some of your stuff. What what would be some of your top pieces of advice, I guess, for people out there looking to improve their vertical jump, yep. just improve their athleticism, or, mm-hmm. or just tell us a little bit about your training and, and your philosophy on yeah. there. Uh, first and foremost, the big thing is consistency. Kind of when we're talking about having time and, and really working on your craft, you just have to be consistent. You're never going to have like the perfect workout every single day and have the perfect, you know, recipe for everything to work out. So you don't just, expect to. Yeah. Don't expect it. Like expect things to go bad. Things will go bad in training. Training is from a physiological standpoint, you're stressing your body. You're, you're putting, you're putting, you know, stress on your body and hoping that your body recovers to get stronger and overcome that resistance. So you, one, you just have to be consistent with that process because it's this, it's mm-hmm. like up and down. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, but if you do it over time, the up and down goes like this. And then if you look at it from, you know, six months ago, you were yeah. here now you're here. So yes, you're going to get there eventually, but it's not going to look like this straight line. Yeah. You know, you're going to go down first and it's like, are you willing to come into the gym when you're tired? Are you willing to come in when you're sleepy and you don't want to come into the gym and push yourself? Yeah. Beyond so the consistency yeah. is number one. Um, number two, especially with jumping, it's all about quant quality, not quantity. A lot of times people think like, a thousand jumps is better than a thousand bad jumps is better than 10 good jumps. It's like when you're training for, you know, specific high level dunk and jumping, you want to make sure that the quality is good. So it's like a lot of times when I, before I had a, before I was uh, a dad and I would go to the gym and, and obviously my wife was cool with it. Um, A little different now. Like I would go to the gym, I would sit in my car for like 20 minutes and I would get my mind right. Like, like you're going to make this the best session. You really got to focus on every single rep. This one is the most important. And right. I was like, everything was a lot, you know, it was quality based. And it was like, mm-hmm. you really got to focus on making sure you're doing everything the best you can do it. And, and that kind of translated to like when you're performing too. So it's like, you didn't have bad reps because you don't have bad reps. It's really practice, on... perfect practice makes Definitely. perfect. Definitely. Not practice makes perfect. Definitely. Practice per- perfect, perfect practice. So it's like you don't – if you keep practicing bad things, it's going to be bad. So it's like when you're when you're going in for a dunk and you're trying to like work on technique, you can't just throw it at the rim because you're just building up bad habits to throw it at the rim. So it's like yeah. really focus on quality, um, consistency, and then just um, you know not being afraid to push the envelope. A lot of times like people un- d- underestimate the, uh, the, the, the resiliency of the body. Yeah. So it's like you like you – a lot of times, especially within the the training community right now, the big thing is bulletproofing. Like, no pain, no injury. And it's like, no, you have to crack an egg to make an omelet. Like, things yeah. things are going to hurt. Things aren't going to feel good. Now, that said, you you don't want to be going in and doing like we've seen all those those gym fail videos. Yes. Where the, oh, yeah. No, they're, yeah. Dangling from the thing and wiggling oh, the body no, no, around, they're, they're, thinking that muscle is coming yeah. from that. Bench yeah. falls down on your neck. Oh, yeah. No, they're, 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 it's, it's definitely a balance. But uh, it's like uh, for the people that, that, you know, are starting to do their due diligence and work hard and, and trying to get into the training life, it's like you're going to you're gonna feel terrible some days. You're going to go in and you're not going to be 100%. It's you know, like, as someone best. who's weight trained too, I, I really appreciate what you're saying to here too. Cause He's got like – 10, 12 powerlifting records, national records. Not any, probably not anymore. <laughs> I probably have a few that are still maybe That's there, still but lingering? a lot of them have probably been broken at this point. I, I used to powerlift when I was raw power tiny. That's awesome. I still am tiny, but when I was real skinny in high school, I yeah. His dad actually is his world record My dad, on the other hand, is a world his, champ. Yeah. That's crazy. crazy. But as someone who has trained 
with resistance training for many years, you after you do it for a while, you start to kind of assess your tolerance for where you, you know, you, you're pooped out, yeah. right, where you crap out. And it's like, then you, when you establish that, you start to push it. You start yeah. to like take that and okay, okay, I can go a little further. Yeah. Go a little further, yeah. a little further. And, and, and if you find yourself figuring out, oh, I could have gone a lot further. Definitely. Like, you know what I mean? Like when you, when you take a weight or an exercise that you think ahead of time is way too much for you, but yeah. then you do it, you're like, I can do the, the weight I was doing way more than I was doing. Definitely. You know, like, yes. So you start to like kind of figure that out as you push that envelope, like yeah. you were saying. You break down your own barriers. Yeah. Definitely. Psychologically and, and you really you really 1,000%. explore and find out just how far you can push your body. One thousand percent. Further than you thought. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and that's that's one of the big things that I tell all my athletes. Like, um, the mind, the mind is so powerful. And if you like if you believe you can do something, chances are you might be able to do it. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you don't believe you can you can do something like if you don't think you can do it you're yeah. right <laughs> whether, you, whether one, you think you can 100 yeah 100 yeah. you're gonna you're you're right and yeah, you're not gonna do it that's yeah. the great quote whether you think you can or you can't you're right you're right 100 yeah. like, and that's and that's a tragedy for those that think they can't because again we talk about how much potential people have no matter where you, where you come from no matter your background. There's so much potential. 100%. You just got to start thinking you can. And that goes with the quote you said earlier yeah. too. One of your favorite quotes about- um, Deepest fear of being pow- powerful beyond measure. Yeah. A lot of times people are afraid to be- Because of what they can. Yeah, what they can do. Afraid not, of what you can yeah, do. Yeah, not what, what you know you cannot do. It's like you're afraid of your own greatness, which is weird. Um, yeah. And I say, don't yeah. be afraid of that. Right? Yeah. Don't be afraid of what you can do. Yeah. Because if your heart is in the right place, you can and will do- amazing things that will be great and will be positive not you know if you're an a-hole please think you can't and then don't (laughs) you know but if you're a good person believe in yourself believe in those around you and that you can get the support and do yeah Yeah. go for it and do it amen to that have you have you ever heard anyone jumping over them or landed on anyone wrong or (laughs) you know what's crazy i just did a contest i did a contest in (laughs) vegas this last week um i did on monday Uh uh-huh so there was i i do a signature dunk jonathan's wall where i uh do the splits over five people and at the end they're like i was i found it i needed a fifth person and there was this photographer in the crowd so i'm like all right you know you come out you can be the fifth person (laughs) and i put him at the end and like i'm looking i'm looking over and this guy's like moving his head he's moving around like trying to take the right the, this good angle was he got a like a super huge telephoto like, lens he's, he's maneuvering, maneuvering he's around, around and i'm like i'm like dude like don't move stay still and like as i'm running up like he moves his head and i just kick i just kick the living crap out of him and like <laughs> well good crowd, thing it wasn't a man with a baby the right crowd, the crowd like gasped and he's like nervous and i'm like don't like i have to go back and do it again i'm like do don't not move. move. Like whatever you do, don't move. And he's like, is he gonna make this? I was like, I've I've done this a million, like, don't move. And then he doesn't move and I do the dunk and everyone goes crazy. And I got the I apologized to him afterwards, but it was like he was like, Oh yeah, no, my bad. I was just really trying to get a good angle of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's like like not like if you're a part of the dunk, don't move. So it's like yeah. you're like, hey, I was trying yeah. to get a good angle too, yeah. Yeah. to not kick you in the face. Definitely. So, um, <laughs> but when I do it perfectly, it feels so good, and it looks, it looks just like it looks awesome, it yeah. looks awesome and it's a great dunk, and the crowd goes crazy. Um, but yeah, so like I did that, and then one time um, when I was on the Rise tour, um, we were touring uh, the U.S. 
every week and we were dunking in parking lots and I, it was, a, it was a kid too. And I felt so bad. I kicked him and I was just like, Oh, I, I just kicked the kid. And he was like, <laughs> but he was like, he was like super high. It, if, as weird as it sounds, except for the third guy, the other two people were really hyped for me to try the dunk again. Like, no, you got this. You can do it. And it's like, do it. I'm like, Dude, I'll put my face like, in there again. I'll put like, my head right like, there. Just go. Over like the first time I did, I was like, because it was the first time the dunk has ever been done. And he was like, he was like cussing at me, like motivating me, like, you got this, you could do this. And he was like rubbing, he was bald too. So he's like rubbing the back of his head. And it's like, <laughs> well, it's like skateboarders slamming their boards down for yeah. Tony Hawk to, yeah. to, to do like, the like, you got that, you got that. And I came back, yeah. like, every time after I kick somebody, like, it motivates me, like, all right, don't do that again. Like, <laughs> pick, pick, pick up your legs a little bit higher. We're going to build a wall. Yeah. It's going to be Jonathan's wall. <laughs> It's going to be and, fantastic. And he's going to jump way, way over it. <laughs> and the photographer is going to pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> he paid for it. All right. Yeah. That's my, my Trump right there. There you go. Jay right. Clark, who yeah. are some of your biggest inspirations, either on the court, fitness people? Who, who inspires yeah. you? Um, so first and foremost, I'm going to say my mom. Um, just kind of, you know, hearing, hearing my story. She's the type of person. And I, I tell everybody this, like if I were to call my mom right now and say, hey, you know, I'm done being a teacher. I'm done being a pro dunker. I want to be an astronaut. You know, she'd be like, all right, what do you need to do to make it happen? Like just just 100 percent, 100 percent belief and support in like me, which is like as a as a kid growing up, like it, it instilled that like positive belief that I can do anything I set my mind to. So like that, that, you know, has been one of the biggest factors in my life. Like so like I truly like. I truly believe I can do anything I set my mind to. And if it's something that I like am not doing is because I don't want to do it. So like, you know, I attribute that to my mom, um, from, from a dunking standpoint, I think growing up, you know, everybody, everybody says Vince Carter. And, and I truly believe Vince Carter was one because he was such a phenomenal dunker, phenomenal athlete. But one of the things that I remember that stood out was like, when he was in the, uh, the Eastern Conference Finals, uh, he focused on his graduation. And that was like, mm. academics was so important. And then that was kind of one of the things, like I look back on my life and it's like, man, academics has been so big in my life. And it's yeah. like, I wonder where I, yeah. I get this seed planted. And it's like, I truly think it was like Vince Carter, like, you know, him going back to school and focusing on education. And it's like, you can be an athlete, you can be a student, you can, yeah. you don't have to, like, you don't have to fall into this, like one archetype of like, yeah. oh, I'm an athlete, so I have to be stupid. Like, and that was one of, one of the reasons why I loved being a science teacher, because it was like, yeah, I'm, I'm one of the yeah. best dunkers in the world, but you know, we're going to talk about forces. We're going to talk about natural selection. Yeah. I, I'm going to be, I'm going to be excited about that stuff too. And it's like, you, you can do anything you set your mind to, you yeah. know? So it's like, you take that and you take that. And then, you know, I think like you say like anybody that's willing to push barriers. So like you have Tony Hawk, Travis Pastrana, um, anybody that's like going above and beyond like yeah. what human, human capability is like. Those those guys get me fired up. Like when Danny Way's like jumping over like the Great Wall of China, it's like you can't yeah. do that. And it's like, yeah. no, I'm I'm gonna do that. Watch like me. Those, yeah. yeah, like those Watch that me. like that. I like, love that. Like when people like push past. Like I love hearing those stories of like uh, Roger Bannister um, was the first person to break uh, the four minute barrier in the mile, and doctors at the time said it was humanly impossible to do. Shows what they know. And, yeah. and and the crazy thing, like, you you know, flash forward to 2021, not like high school kids are doing it. Wow. You know? Yeah. There, there, there's hundreds of people, um, let, maybe even thousands of people that have, that have accomplished this feat. And it's like all stem from this one person who had this idea of like, 
No, nah, it's possible. I, I don't think it's humanly impossible. Like I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go do it, and yeah. like, goes oh, out yeah. and does it. So like, I love, I love those stories. Pushing the boundaries. Yeah, anybody that pushes the boundaries, like I love that. I, I there's such a universal like uh, underdog theme and definitely and, and inspirational vibe to any field that does that. I think I remember a, a, that there was an article in some New York newspaper that said human flight might be possible in ten years, and the next day the Wright brothers flew their plane, like in a different part of town Yeah, in Kitty Hawk, they did their thing. And like over here in this big city, they're like, Oh, scientists are saying their human flight might be possible in right. two yeah. years. And like these guys over there doing their own thing flew like the length of a football field in some homemade uh, paper mache looking yeah. origami like flap that they made, yeah. you know, and, now, and they did it. And now today we have people literally flying around like Iron Man with those like handheld. Yeah. That, yeah. I mean, like it's insane. I mean, like we're literally at the point where you can be Superman. You know, yeah. like, yeah. it's crazy. That guy flew from one boat to another Navy boat and like yeah. landed and then back and like he's doing all these. It's it's Iron Man stuff. It's I, crazy. I think that this is such an important message and an important um way of thinking for today, especially too, as we see so much in our country, at least of people playing the victim yeah. and, and not, not embracing their own potential, yeah. you know, yeah. and really loving and, and, and feeling the, the freedom in their own work ethic. Yeah. We're feeling rather. like it's been snuffed out. Yeah. It hasn't. I think especially over COVID, sadly, so many people were, you know, I, I was just talking about my, to this, to my students about this today. And it's like one of the biggest downfalls of COVID is not, you know, shutdown and, and limitations of physical limitations of what you can't do. It was this this, this self-proclaimed uh, limitation of stuff you couldn't accomplish. Because yeah. I, I truly believe if COVID happened when I was in high school with the mindset that I had in high school, I would have thrived. Because right. it's like, yes, this sucks. Yes, this is this is not the most ideal situation. But I'm gonna find. I'm gonna make the best of the situation. I would have been at the park with my laptop set up, and I would have been training. I would have, you know, created it. I would. I would have been like, you know, I would have been able to like sit at home, and I would have been working out. Yeah. I would have not like. I wouldn't have missed a step because it was something that I wanted to do. And I think a lot of times it's it, it truly you know shows what people really want to accomplish and what they want to do, and it's. You know, if, if you don't want to do something, that's fine. But, you know, to say you want to do it and not, you know, follow through on the things that need yeah. to be done, like that's right. the that's where the, the problem comes in. Or, or to insist that you are like you're a victim and you just because have of no, because you, have of no, you, yeah, you can't the, have or that. Or X, Y, Z reason is preventing me from doing like No, no. Yeah. Go, go break through all that and go do it. You know, definitely like, go find a way, make your own path. Um, well, Jay Clark, we've. We've covered a lot of really great yeah, man. stuff and a lot of great pieces of advice, honestly, yeah. for for anyone in any field, really, but especially people looking to, you know, increase their athleticism and achieve a goal of any kind. Yeah. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of or really Or what they cool focus things. on. What's your focus? Definitely. You know, right. it's, it's not just being able to do it. It's being able to do it in a way that – and to present it yeah. in a way that can can grow it. Like for, for filmmakers, which we deal mostly with filmmaking – um, and we've talked a lot about content and craft yeah. and that kind of stuff because that it's every part of every aspect of our lives now. Definitely. And so to see that you've taken what you've learned and how to do things, it's not just about a technical dunk. It's about the presentation and bringing your community in yes. more, engaging more. Definitely. And that's what you've done with your craft. Yeah. Not necessarily content, you know, but your craft. Yeah. You've really honed it and you've, yeah. you've applied other things, not anything to do with dunking. But filmmaking, how you film it, angles, all that stuff. 
And you've really married the two in a way that you can create this wonderful, good community that, uh, that I mean, basically uplifts yeah. I mean, uh, and elevates. I, I wanted to yeah. share this, this, this great Bible verse that you have, Jay Clark, on your website. It's, it yeah. seems like one of your favorites. Yes. Mark 11, 23. 23 yeah. Truly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be taken up and cast into the sea and does not doubt in his head, but believes that what he says is going to happen, it will be granted unto him. Yes. Any any closing pieces of advice based off of that to anyone out there? Yeah. To... So, I mean, we've been talking about, uh, you know, the power of the mind and, and belief and stuff like that. At the end of the day, if you believe you can move mountains, like you could, like, and, and it's funny because I think of uh, another movie that we didn't even talk that's non-sports related, Prince of Egypt. You know, you know, yeah. like uh, Mariah yeah. Carey, Whitney Houston talking about, you know, there will, mir- there will be miracles when you believe, um, yeah. you know. So it's like when you truly believe you can do something, like you can, like when you really break down that idea, like especially in the Bible when it's talking about moving a mountain, you just think about a human moving an actual mountain like that, you know, seems super insurmountable. That's just yeah. like you're not going to move a mountain, but it's like. In the Bible, it says that if you believe, like, and you have faith, and you don't doubt in your heart, like, you can move a mountain. And it's like, if if you can move a mountain, like, doing a you know a twelve foot dunk doesn't seem that that big of a deal. And yeah. It's like, if you really like, right. yes, yes, that's a crazy, crazy high feat, and that's you know, only one human has done that on the earth. But it's like, if you truly believe and you're willing to put in the time and, and do what it takes to be done, like, it it can be ha- it can happen. You can. You can achieve all of your dreams with with you know faith and belief and hard work, um, and I, I think those those three things are you know together you can accomplish anything you set your mind to. Like you gotta you gotta really like truly believe, and you really get the 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 hard work has to back up the belief as right. well. So it's yes. not it's not just so much like belief because yeah. I be, I believe I can fly one day, and you know if I'm not doing anything, if I'm sitting at home eating hot hot Cheetos, like I'm I, you know I'm I'm no closer than I was you know. Yeah. No yeah. diss to Hot Cheetos yeah. if you want to get a Frito sponsor. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, Frito no. sponsor on that. <laughs> but you know, so I'm saying, like, if, if if you truly believe you you can do something and you're do the impossible, you're, you're you're willing to put in the work, you can you can do impossible things. That's amazing, man. Well said. Uh, amen. Well said. Yeah. Where Jerry Clark? Where can people follow you? What's your what's your um, all of my social media uh, accounts are at Jay Clark the Jumper, Facebook Jay Clark the Jumper, YouTube Reddit. TikTok, uh, you know, uh, shout out to my students. Uh, I was like three years ago. They were like, oh, Mr. Clark, you got to get a TikTok. I was like, what is this? It's another, <laughs> another social media, another, one, another, another thing another that one. I got to do. And then like you start, then you start scrolling through and it's like, now I'm, I'm two hours in and yeah. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm a savage. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing all the dances and stuff. So it's like, um, but yeah, no, uh, all well, of my socials, but- J Clark, the jumper, uh, the website is www.jclarkthejumper.com. Awesome, man. Interesting fact, TikTok is taking over. Oh, it is. It's uh, taken over. It's actually, it's my number, it's my number two uh, social media behind Instagram. Even though it's like but one of your newest, probably, It's, right? it's, yeah. it's the, the newest. Yeah. It's the newest but by like... Instagram yeah. is like, it's becoming the new Facebook. It's going to dwindle. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. you check on it from time to time, but... Everything, everything's... Uh, you, but you TikTok see it, is everything, really Everything's evolving. But you know what's crazy? My, my, my Instagram is actually starting to grow now because they're doing the reels thing so it's like reels yeah reels reels instagram's trying to compete for that tiktok yeah so is youtube with shorts it's Ah, it's a crazy world there's a lot of battles going on for that space we'll see what happens yeah well jay clark it's been an honor and a pleasure to have you on the show thank you we really enjoyed this conversation uh a lot of great truths and and 
you know, just things to think about. I think that people can come back yeah, to this life podcast lesson. and, and yeah. find. So thanks for being here, man. Thank this you for fun. having me. It's all, it's always, it's always awesome to kind of share my story and hopefully my goal, you know, if, if it's, you know, one person that's watching that, that, you know, motivates to like go out and achieve their dream. Mine is dunking. That's, that's, you know, why I'm the jumper. But if it's your, if yours is, filmmaking if it's writing if it's i don't know underwater basket weaving you know go out go out and do that you know and, and you're i i promise you whatever field you're in you're gonna face adversity but you know stick through it have faith believe you'll be good to go yeah well said man well guys thanks again appreciate you all who joined in on the live stream and uh join us again next time on another episode of unlikely story awesome man.